0: The Dallas Cowboys traded for an all-pro defensive back on Tuesday. What does that mean for the defense in 2023? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
1: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on.
0: podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your locked. team every locked. day.
1: Locked On. Locked. locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys.
0: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. I'm joined, as always, by Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, this is two days in a row the Cowboys <laughs> have made a move. It's wild, wild.
1: Uh yeah, totally crazy. Totally I, I mean I certainly would call it unexpected. Um we kind of got uh, rumbling uh only minutes or moments before uh it 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 could happen on Twitter. Um and then suddenly you you start, you know, speculating on what names it could be and and, and then uh you know, it is it suddenly you're you're finding out Stefan Gilmore is a, a new newly To Dallas Cowboy it's it's that's how quickly these things happen you know pretty incredible
0: so the official trade
1: is the Cowboys are sending a
0: 2023 fifth round pick I believe it's their first of their two compensatory picks I believe it's pick 176 but uh all pro cornerback Stefan Gilmore who doesn't turn 33 until September what were your initial reactions when you heard about the trade
1: <clears throat> well, I think the first thing I I went through was kind of once you know, we heard that it was a potentially a cornerback that the Cowboys were trading for. And then you know obviously as we start going through names, we start talking about different folks. <clears throat> and Stefan once Stefan Gilmore's name came on, uh, I have to relay what I what I told you. <laughs> and, and and sometimes it's time it's tough to mea a culpa, you know, when you're when you're raw when you're wrong on this show. But I my Stefan Gilmore remember uh, you know memory, at least my most re- re- recent one was Having a conversation on this show uh, the week that the Cowboys played him and uh, played the, the Colts, and uh, saying something to the extent—I don't know that I went all in on it or anything—but I, I definitely said something to the extent of, you know, Stefan Gilmore is not, not you know, not the player that he used to be, and he can be taken advantage of. And one of the big, you know, we—I think we—we we all kind of say things before games, and then there's times when we <laughs> watch the game unfold and we're like. Man, that did not roll out like I thought it was going to. Uh, one of the big ones that I remember from last year was how wrong I was about Stefan Gilmore. He kicked Dallas's butt pretty hardcore when we played at the Colts. Uh, he had a really good game that 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 week, um, and and kind of just going back and watching some of him before and, and seeing some other games, like he looked he looked way better than the guy that we saw uh, in Carolina that one year after he had left New England. So. Uh, and and I think, you know, kind of digging a little bit deeper, we learned a little bit more about a, a meniscus uh, a surgery that he had had before last year that he mm-hmm. felt had kind of cleaned some things up that he had been suffering through. And it kind of felt like he felt rejuvenated. And honestly, I mean, if you kind of just go by again, I, I know how you feel about it, but I, I, it, I don't know how other folks feel about PFF numbers. But if you go by the PFF numbers, his grades last year were were incredible. Uh, top 10, if I remember. So I, I think it, it, it bodes well that the Cowboys were able to get him for less than $8 million and a, a fifth-round pick.
0: Yeah, let's talk about those numbers really quickly. According to Pro Football Focus, 92nd percentile coverage grade, 93rd percentile coverage grade in single coverage, 98th percentile grade uh, in the slot. He was awesome last year. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, if you get a chance to watch that Cowboys-Colts game again, he yeah. only allowed 20 yards and had an interception. But that wasn't even his best game. He had a game early in the season on a Thursday night against the Broncos, one of the worst Thursday night games you'll ever see, where he <laughs> yeah. basically won them the game. Like the yeah. the, the Broncos had a chance to – all they needed was a field goal at the end of the game to win it and Russ
1: threw an interception to Gilmore. That step-in-front interception was yeah, just – I mean, it, was, it looked too easy, honestly. He just like it was right there and just stepped right in front of yes. it like he was catching the ball as a receiver.
0: I'm not going to dismiss the possibility that the wheels fall off at age 33 sure. because it happens, to corners. But based on what I saw last year, the wheels yes. haven't fallen off yet. Like he was an <clears throat> absolutely elite player, which I think is important because – you're not trading for a player with that's damaged goods right now,
1: yeah like, he yes.
0: he is coming off a very very good season,
1: yeah, this is a different situation than the kind of and i and listen Cowboys fans are rightfully gun shy on this. This is a different situation than the buying low on a uh, got on a once great player who has had an off year he had an elite year last year he', this is he, he like really did. Ger-
0: Gerald McCoy or something like yeah. That.
1: Yeah, it's like th- this is a situation where he had an elite year last year. He still looked really good. He played all 16 games. Um, this wasn't, you know, this isn't a buy low situation at all. This is a team in the Colts that is looking to rebuild. They're looking to clear some money off their cap. It, uh, just, well, just to mention, they also just announced that they released Matt Ryan and yeah. those two lo- moves alone cleared off $21 million of cap for them. So they- they're looking to move, move on. They're looking to rebuild. This isn't a situation where. This is this guy isn't wasn't a good player for them. And, and they're trying to get rid of him. This was a situation where they need to get rid of they, they need they're starting over they need the money more than they need the player. Uh, and the Cowboys got a, a really good deal. And they, and you know, the picks as well. I, I, think I, was, gonna, the Cowboys, I was gonna
0: ask you, I was gonna yeah. ask you, uh, what did you think about uh, giving up a fifth round pick?
1: I, I mean that's you know I think look what the trade market is looking like right now. I mean you, you traded uh, uh, a Ramsey for a song basically. Uh, you know Stefan Gilmore getting a fifth f- compared to you know uh, Ramsey getting a third seems appropriate. you know like I mean um, so I, I just think that it, it makes some sense uh, that the, it's it's the, the corner market right now, uh, especially for, for trading for big contracts, it seems like it's a little bit uh, team friendly at this point. Um, so the cost is low. Um, and the Cowboys got a situation where, uh, honestly, I mean, the money is still the money is fantastic. That's what it's I can't get over. quarterback
0: too money, right? Like, yeah, you know, look at the guys that are getting paid in free agency. Like Cam Sutton's getting 11 million. Patrick Peterson, who I think is a lot closer to being washed, is getting seven and a half million. Like, this is
1: more than fair. Oh yeah, Patrick Peterson didn't have nearly the same year that that. Uh, that Gilmore did. So, yeah, I, I think this is one of those situations where, you know, and the, the, the funny thing is, you know, obviously this is an emergency pod. Earlier today we were just discussing how I, we felt like if they needed to, they could go into the situation retaining Jordan Lewis and then potentially, you know, drafting a corner and, and, and going with that. And Mekwamu was a mix. What they've done instead is just double down on this situation to, to put even more teeth into that defensive backfield. Suddenly this defensive backfield is now – markedly better than it was last year. I mean yep. I mean no no offense to 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 Brown or to Lewis um or you know or to the other other folks that are that you know in, in the defensive backfield but y- your younger players got a year better and you know you've now exchanged a very talented Brown for a guy who is a former you know defensive MVP candidate and 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 uh you know a, a guy that can come in and 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 actually uh, be another playmaker, uh, not just a okay. a solid option, you know. And and again, uh, one more thing that I think that you pointed out that I wanted to get back to was his slot grade uh, number ninety eighth percentile. I, yep. Having a, a a guy who can play opposite of Bland like fits so beautifully, right? Now you're not having to pigeon, necessarily pigeonhole either Bland or Gilmore to an outside corner or an inside corner role when both when they kind of excel at both. So uh, I think those two pieces fit really well together as well. Uh, I'm glad we're doing an emergency podcast because we've got some breaking Cowboys. Oh boy. I don't want you to look. I
0: I like to, I like to surprise you. I haven't looked Um, yet. I haven't looked yet. We'll get to it next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download (laughs) FanDuel America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 that has bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything and anything from money lines to point scores to three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Landon, some breaking Cowboys news. Are you ready? You didn't I'm ready? You, you didn't see? No, it I didn't.
1: But making me sit out through the commercial break was cruel. That's but great. I did not peek. Like my hands right. are behind my back.
0: Uh, kind of ties in a little bit to the defensive theme here. The Cowboys have officially re-signed linebacker Leighton Vander Esch. To a two-year deal worth $11 million with Excellent. the first year being guaranteed.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So we're talking 5.5 million. Is that somewhere in the range of that? Yep. Uh, we'll see the exact numbers the first year are, but I would assume it'd either be 5.5 to 6.5 maybe. Um, I like that deal a lot. I mean, that's kind of – I mean, honestly, didn't you nail that? I, that yeah. Isn't that almost exactly the numbers that you, you mentioned? Yeah, basically. Because that, that's what the market was showing, right? Basically – six and a half
0: to five and a half, just depending on your age and stuff. It felt pretty easy. And the show that we did a little bit earlier today was he was asking for seven, which we knew wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> Here we go. And, and it's funny. I even tweeted out late, like a little bit later, with that tweet, and then a Gelkin tweet, which seemed to be the the counter offer, which was Cowboys are exploring uh, other linebackers. They they kind of like this other guy, Nicholas Morrow. Yep. Yeah, Nicholas Morrow. That's right. And I was just like, man, it's it's nice to see that the Cowboys. Everyone's uh, you know negotiating through proxies on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love it. You know, right. obviously, Lane Van der Esch had another guy who. Uh, had a, had a really great year last year. Came back uh, off of a uh, an injury situation, um, uh, and just really thrived. Obviously, a little bit younger situation, but but still si- similar kind of a theme where uh, they 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 were able to bounce back. They looked fantastic after looking healthy for the first time in, in a little while. These last two years with Blayton, uh, and he really he had a prove it year, and he proved it. Uh, and then he came back and he got a little bit more in a longer term contract. And I think he's just. I mean, such a, such a great fit in this defense, you know, because yeah. you have so many light, quick, you know, gap players up front. You're playing a lot of times undersized defensive tackle. And so having a bigger guy who can be a, a kind of a, a force, a physical force in the middle of your defense, who can also physically drop into coverage and be a useful player as a drop player, because he's, he's not just like a lot of these other kind of, uh, Mike or Sam's who are only good at playing forward. Layden can Layden can drop into coverage. I mean, you're not wanting him in man coverage every every snap, but he can do uh, a lot of the the kind of you know in, in the middle of the field Tampa two stuff. He can drop deep if you need him to. He has that sort of athleticism, uh, and his length is just so valuable uh, in shutting down passing windows. So Cowboys really doing a lot to not just shore up the defense. But 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 I think you know improve. Uh, clearly they 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 they're they're doubling down on their defense, so that's that's encouraging to see, uh, to say the least. I think it's pretty clear
0: that they want to keep that defense elite, and they want to have depth at, at, at a lot of spots. And we can go back to Gilmore really quickly, but now you've yeah. got depending on what happens to Jordan Lewis, you've got four cornerbacks that you really feel good about on top of two Dave two picks in Calvin Joseph and Nation Wright. And let's not forget, because we mentioned him on every single show, Israel (laughs) Makamu, who plays both positions like it's clear that they want to have a dominant defense again, especially if they're going to have less than stellar playmakers on offense.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the very least, they're going to ensure that they can shut teams down defensively, Uh, you know, and, and, and they're not, you know, choosing between pass rush and or coverage. They're choosing both, (laughs) you know, they're, they're going after Gilmore. Um, They're, they're, they're talking to Fowler like we talked about. They're, they're overloading the pass rush. They're overloading the cornerback. depth. Still need a couple of
0: defensive tackles to bring
1: back. Yeah, of course. But I, but yeah, yeah, well, but I mean, you know, They'll get those guys later, and that's the thing, right? Is that you? You want to find like maybe one or two pr- more premier talents at defensive tackle. One more, one more premier talent at defensive tackle would really, I mean, and this defense is. I, I just don't ready, know how ready, ready to be guy. tops of the league. That's the thing. Is that's that's the that's it at this point. Is that it's not available at, at necessarily in the at the draft. It's not necess- It's not available in the in free agency from what I've seen. Um, and, and those guys are not always not very tradable right now no, because no. interior pass rushes is, is is such a commodity, like such a uh, lack of supply that the demand is incredibly high. So, so teams yeah. aren't exactly willing to part with that unless you're willing to pay a pretty hefty price for a guy that you feel like isn't going to resign with your team for some reason or. Whatever, and it, it's just a pretty small list to be honest.
0: Uh, so overall, feeling pretty good about the defense as we stand here in free agency, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I as you know, you worried about attrition, you worried about taking losses. Cowboys haven't taken losses at the defense defense position. They kept their defensive coordinator. They've kept I mean, their that's the. the thing, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, th- let's start there. He they kept Quinn. They kept their their linebacker who had a really good year they kept their 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 safety which which ensures that they have their three-headed safety which is mm-hmm. a huge part of their defense and now they've actually upgraded the cornerback situation so uh you, you got to feel good about where the, the defensive arrow is pointing and 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 that's not even including guys like Daron uh Deron Bland yeah. and uh Clark De- and uh, and Williams and and that are all going to improve and be Austin, better players probably. next year Golston, yeah, exactly. So, and and maybe that's you know maybe a third year jump is what we're looking for in Golston being kind of the uh, uh, the, the, the defensive tackle that we you you would you know want to plug in there and take more reps maybe as a starter. So, uh, the the, the, the arrow is definitely not even just like down or or pointed you know like flat. It's pointed up, and and that's yeah. a, a really uh, a, you know encouraging thing, especially if we can't if the Cowboys can't find a way to cobble together another. Wide receiver, or, or or you know some sort of special playmaker on the offensive yeah. side of football.
0: I, I really love both these moves, especially bringing back Leighton Van Der Esch because no. at five and a half million over two years, and again, that's that's what's being reported now. And you know how this. We'll see works. what the numbers? If, yeah, we'll see yeah, the numbers, the numbers are going to be they're going to come in less than that, just because that's what happens. I love these moves. I, I it really keeps the defense. At the very top, you have a lot of depth. And with – how many picks do they have? Ten picks this year? Yeah. They're going to be able to add more depth to the talent uh, – more depth to the defense. Uh, however, there is one thing I took away from these two moves in what how it's going to affect the Cowboys in the draft. Let's talk about that when we come back. This episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM App. You've heard us talk about this mobile game before. And if you ever thought you'd make a good GM and you could be better than Steven Jones, you've got to give this game a try. Although Steven's on a quite the heater today. It's not (laughs) quite as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play ultimate football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you are going to be responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, navigating all the finances, including negotiating players' salaries and the terms. Plus, you've got to do all the free agency stuff, the draft, there's injuries, there's personalities you have to deal with, and all the ups and downs of the season. All of this in a challenging but realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. Locked on Cowboy listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. That is Locked On, all in caps. So make sure you check it out today. today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That is ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, Landon, after the Cowboys brought back Donovan Wilson, after they signed Leighton Van Esch, after they traded for Stephon Gilmore, it's hard not to look at this team and think this is going to be a very offensive heavy draft, especially early on. Is that the sense that you're getting?
1: Well, I mean, you know, it, it fits their kind of general pattern of kind of alternating defensive and offensive drafts, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I think they at least you know they they solved a lot of the issues that they had at, at 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 on the defensive side of the ball. And I'll point something out too. Like one of the conversations that you and I had had, uh, and I and I it may have been about the cornerback position, but I don't remember specifically. I think it was though. Was that when you take care of business in free agency at a position like cornerback that has great depth in the draft? every single one of those corners who gets drafted above you is working for you by pushing all the other yes. players that you yep. want to draft down to you. So I, I, and clearly the Cowboys are going to get that benefit. And beyond that too, they also are getting the benefit of a draft heavy with cornerback by being given the opportunity to trade for St- Stephon Gilmore. You have to think that the Colts were looking at this really, really deep cornerback draft and, and, you know, wanting to kind of get a, a, another more bites at the apple in, in the draft. So, yeah. That that probably played into it, feeling that they could they could get a cornerback that but, provided the opportunity for the Cowboys. Just to be clear though, the Cowboys aren't gonna
0: ignore corner in the draft. Like i c I'll guarantee no, no, you no, no. they're a draft one. And that's where the depth and the talent's gonna help you, though, because you yeah, might know exactly. the corner in the third round. And maybe most years goes fifty-fifth, right? Yeah. Or a guy that, you know, that's super long and athletic, but needs needs some time, right? He needs a little bit of time to develop what better spot to develop than behind Stephon Gilmore, Travon yep. Diggs, Jordan Lewis, Deron Bland, like it's a good situation the Cowboys are in.
1: Yeah, and 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 even then like even for like stuff like training camp, you don't necessarily have to put a bunch of wear and tear on Stephon Gilmore cuz You've got a lot of young quarterbacks who need snaps all during that time too, so there there is lots of you know kind of symbiotic relationship stuff that's going to be good about having a veteran in that room uh for not only just for trayvon to have like another guy to kind of bounce off hey, what's it kind of like to be a superstar in this league for long term uh but you know the younger guy's just learning techniques so uh, and yeah, I think I do think to answer your earlier question, I do do wonder now, is this going to be uh, a kind of offensive heavy draft? Are they setting themselves up for a situation where they could take a an offensive lineman or or a wide receiver in the first round uh, tight end or s- something in the second round, you know, like and just really kind of focus on getting younger and, 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 and just injecting some youth into this offense, uh, which, you know, has been kind of. Holding on and relying to players for for a little bit, and, and you know reliance on on kind of veteran yep. bodies in those spots, and maybe maybe they're, they're trying to inject some youth into this group.
0: All right, a couple of nuggets on Leighton Vanderish, Stephon Gilmore. Before we go, um, the Houston Texans and the Steelers both made last minute pushes. Always feels nice to beat the Steelers uh, at something, so <laughs> uh, excited about that. This one from Todd Archer: The Cowboys and Eagles had
1: discussions today about Darius Slay. Ultimately, didn't have him. Interesting. That's interesting. it's so interesting to me. that like in the Cowboys and Eagles have conversations, right? Um, th- yeah. Well, that's interesting.
0: I think I I wonder if they were just like wanting to know, hey, how much What's money would you cost? be able to take on? What's it going to cost? I, apparently, yeah. according to Archer, the Eagles called Dallas, and Dallas wasn't really interested. But
1: worth noting, it is worth noting. That's interesting that they're so interested in moving on from Darius Slay yeah. at this point. Yeah. So. so
0: All things considered, I mean, I know it's going to come off as biased or whatever, but listen, I'm not somebody who has just given the Cowboys a lot of praise in the off seasons, but I think...
1: They pretty deserve it today. Yeah, yeah, Pretty, pretty good, good you know, it, What's the rule? You know, when 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 the when it's the stuff we don't like, it's Steven Jones that does it. And when it's the stuff we do like, it's Will McClay that does it, right? Yeah, so yeah, uh uh but but I think I think it's fair to say that, that that you know the Cowboys front office had a really good day today absolutely. By, by pretty much any measurement. So good job for them. Yeah, absolutely. Now we
0: get to see what they do with the rest of free agency. Do they turn their attention to the defensive tackles, maybe Jonathan Hankins, maybe a Carlos Watkins, or do they continue to add more pieces? There's a lot of linebackers that are still out there. Yeah. There's Dante Fowler, who you mentioned. Maybe they get in on the edge rushing market. We shall see. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Draft Show. Damian Parsons and Keith Sanchez provide in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcasts in on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check us out on YouTube. You guys know we post shows every single day over there. Go follow Layden on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we'll see you guys next time.